podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and up the toffees. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Jamie and today I'm joined by Paul and Melinda. And I'm going to ask you how you are. Um, we're doing a reaction pod to Everton 1, Luton 2. Yeah. Paul, I'm just going to come straight to you, mate, to be honest. I, I, I haven't got a clue what the hell's just happened, but can you sum that? Can you put that into words? Disgraceful, mate. Absolutely. I'm not asked again. Fucking disgraceful. It's just like... Why are they doing this? They're making me go on little rants and people enjoy them, but I'm not asked. It deserves a fucking rant. We, we we couldn't afford to lose that game of football and we just have... That is an absolutely fucking disastrous result for Everton Football Club. And you know what? And people won't say we're not here to talk about other clubs. Luton Town deserved it. Well done, Luton Town. They absolutely deserved all three points there. Just a shambles from this manager again. And I've had enough of them. And people go, oh, here he goes again on a soapbox. Get out of my club. You're not my manager. No, he, he. It was just a mad, a mad just game, wasn't it? It was not even like a mad game. Is in the way of there was a lot of happening. It was just we completely just stopped. I've never oh. seen a football team stop so much. It was literally night and day, chalk and cheese of what we've just watched in the last two games. And I said that as a come up to ground, I put it in the group. Don't get blinded by them two games. They were just paper over the cracks. Cracks, by the way, not cracks. He is fucking crap as a football manager. He hasn't got a clue. And people go, well, you were all right through the week. Yeah, because we won two games and that we're allowed to change our mind. But the real end of all, all of it is we didn't come out and go, give him a three-year deal. We've just been Brentford away. We knew there was something. We knew today was massive and he's failed. Um, he, doesn't game. he doesn't deserve another game for me. And he's he going to get them as well. They're not going to sack him. And I understand all that. And it's just hot air. But he doesn't deserve another game for me. No, that's it. It's done. You look this. No offense to Luton Town. God love them. You know they're gonna they're gonna try their hardest to stay in this league and stuff like that. And they are a Premier League team. They deserve a lot of respect. But we can't. We cannot afford to lose that game today. And we just have. And we've just gone through an entire second half where the goalkeeper doesn't make a save at Goodison Park. At Goodison Park, he's turned this stadium. What we all love, the old lady, we can't, none of us want to leave. It's an absolute nightmare of a stadium, this now. We need to get out of there as soon as possible. It's torture sitting in that ground. It's absolute torture. I know. Well, Debbie, unfortunately, you've been in work today, so, you know, obviously, we've got to pay the bills, and that's... <laughs> I wish I would have been in work, to be honest. You've probably done well. <laughs> um, but I know you'd have been there, no matter what. But you've got to work. It's as simple as that. So... We said in the preview that this was massive for Sean Dice, massive football match for Everton, and a massive, massive match for him. He's lost it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just think, is there any goal back now? No, people are go, well, we beat Brentford and we can't hang on to that. We, that's no. gone. I said it. I, I think I said it on the pod. We get beat by these on uh, Luton. That then Brentford and Villa game mean absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So, if people, we can't hang on to them too, can we? No, no, we absolutely can. Uh, you put it perfectly on that last pod, Jamie. It, 
to me now that just means that's absolutely out the window completely out the window another trucks run over those results dogs shit on it someone else stepped in it um that it's been picked up and it's just now back in the bin it's a complete and total waste of everyone's time i'm so i didn't even have to watch the game don't even i'm not even gonna bother because i'm just at my wit's end and i did say on the last pod yes i made up with the results and i don't want to get carried away but to me sean dyche needs to get wins out of this team at home and he has failed i'm sorry it's just not good enough it's not good enough for me and um we if we i mean paul's probably right there's probably not 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 change it's gonna come quick enough um but now goodison park is a place that we all dread going how have we become this team or a fan base of this team where we don't even want to go to our own home ground it's absolutely ridiculous i don't want to go it's it's like it's really it's it's upsetting it's really that is that's our home that's been the home of Everton Football Club for it's just it's so upsetting it's it's depressing as hell and yeah I work very very hard as I'm sure a lot of Everton fans do and they look home games on a weekend to see their their team and the fact now that we're only getting wins away how long is that going to happen for how long will they keep that that act up for maybe it was a fluke a total fluke we won those two games that they were two not very good sides on the day and we i think we got lucky because if we cannot win at home with with that crowd behind us on home soil i'm sorry it's just not it's not good enough he's just not good enough and i stick by what i said on the pod before last because this is just it's absolute bullshit i look at my phone after a long day at work i see a result like that i'm walking home in the pissing rain wearing my everton top and i'm like fuck this shit man i can't be asked yeah. I'm so tired of it. And I'm the positive one. And I'm just like, th- why is this happening? Why is this happening? What is wrong? We're cursed, man. We're cursed. There, the, this, this rotten, stinky ass smell is coming from this club once again. It's just, it's, it's a never ending cycle. Why can we never get anything right? I'm just so tired of it, man. I'm fed up. Yeah. I just, I don't know, Jamie, you, you're at the game with me. It's just like, well, we we were speaking beforehand inside the ground, but you just know, don't you? You just you just know what's coming. And Luton started getting corners and stuff like that. And I just turned to Anthony, who's at the game, and we're in trouble here. We're actually in trouble because we're not winning a single header. And I'm I'm watching players arguing all the way through the first half. James Tarkovsky, Jared Brandwick, Michalenko, Pickford, all having a go at each other. Yeah, it's just there's something just completely wrong at the club. I don't know what it is. It's just is it Goodison? As good as you just don't know how to play at Goodison. I, I just don't get it. Me, me head's up my ass. I, I haven't even got a question. I'm just ranting away to be honest with you because it's it's making me sick. It is actually making me sick. This seventeen. No, Paul. Listen, that we 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 said in our predictions, didn't we? You know, we people probably go back and go, "Well, you said this. You say it because you're coming off a win. You're not going to come on and go. I think we're going to get beat." 3-0, you just not, it just doesn't happen um, and you just because it's a bit of hope as well and obviously the hope that kills you but even the, the get-go they, Luton were winning every second ball they were winning every second ball they looked, they were the, like they had that five yards ahead of them and they just look like a better team and now people go it's Luton, yeah exactly we've just let Luton come to Goodison and absolutely bully every single one of them players off the pitch that, win. that Morris that Morris has just come up against 
in a big lad in, by the way. So I don't know why Tolkovsky hasn't elbowed him or volleyed him or put his at, you know, kicked him in or done something. Maybe they're just too nice of a football team. They're just too nice of, of, of a of a football team. That lot Morris is absolutely I don't know that you've seen it yourself. He had the older brand to shirt, ragging him everywhere. But he was a he was a he was a monster. And he was getting he's got in both he's got in both of our centre half heads from minute one. The both of them. Instead of just getting together. And this is where Tarkovsky's got to start taking a bit of it. You know, he's 31. He's playing next to a kid. Say, so well, I'll deal with him then. But the, he just had them in the back pocket. He stood on his own at the back post for that goal. How is own. he stood on his own for that goal? How? I mean, you can blame Sean Dyche all you want. Listen, I've already said, I don't want nothing to do with Sean Dyche no more. I'm nailing my colours to the mast. I don't want nothing to do with him no more. But why is he stood on the back post on his own? Who, whose job is that? Do your fucking job. It's just it. honestly. Uh, no, what don't make it two set pieces again. It's that corner. Now, there's a player, but before I move on to him, I, I actually want Melinda, you touched on something, and it it actually makes me laugh a little bit when, to, when you think about it. Now, you've come out of work and you've seen us that we've been beat 2 1. You don't have to watch that match to realize how, how we've played, do you? No, do you? No, she doesn't. No. You know what? You, you hit the nail on the head, Jamie. I just knew that it was a classic Everton move. We just played like absolute shite. I just knew it. I knew it. And it's so sad now that that's what we expect from our team at Goodison. Like at home, like at Goodison. Like I, it's fun. Like, yeah, we were trying to be positive on the last pod to say that we're going to get a win. And we've, we've gotten two on the bounce now and blah, 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 because that's just the way you act, isn't it? I mean, like the, you, you want the best for your team and you want to succeed. But I'm not going to lie to you, deep down I'm thinking, oh my God, like it's another home game and look at our home record and, you know, blah, blah, blah. All those thoughts start coming to you and you're like, I'm just wondering though, is this the classic Everton that, you know, oh, we got to win. Oh, we'll just sit back and like, oh, you know, just be very complacent and like la-di-da and like, you know, sometimes like that, we have that kind of attitude, don't we? We think, oh, we got a couple of wins and then they just don't give it their all. Like, it, did you feel like on that performance today, because you guys were there, obviously, and you witnessed it, they just did not really give it 100%. Yeah. No, you know what? I, I thought we were actually trying it. And there was a, at the beginning of the game, and I thought, you know, we're building up a little bit of momentum. Then they got a corner. Then they won the header. Then they got another corner, and they won the header. Then they got another corner, and they won the header again. And and I remember thinking, we Long can't win a header here. We actually can't win a yeah. header. So they got a corner, and he scored. I mean, it, the bar didn't even come back to him, and everybody else, nobody else was moving in the box. That's what it looked like from where I was sitting. But he, he's on his own header, finishing his own chance. I just, it's just so easy to, to play against. It's just honestly, it well, making me sick. There's a player I, would, I was going to bring up before I just wanted to ask Melinda that question. And he gave away the corner, and I actually think he gave away the foul as well. Ashley Young. Mm. Now, the ball got played over him. He's 38. He's jumping, and he's flicked the ball out for a corner. How does he not just let that go out? I just don't understand. I was sat in the bull- the Bullens, and I was just sat there thinking, is he genuinely just flicked that out? I know, I was the same, mate. I was like, just... is he actually just trying to head that and flick it out? It's, I, I'm not being funny, but Nathan Patterson had let that run out. Nathan Patterson had duck and just let that run out. Now, there's a couple of people I want to blame as well for the second goal. Jordan Pickford, why are you clipping that ball to Ashley Young? Why? He's got three Luton players around him and you're clipping the ball to him. And as soon as he gets the ball, Ashley Young's pounced on 
again, Luton players up for it. And he just has to foul one of them. And then it comes again from the goal. Yeah. Well, JB, Belinda mentioned in the last pod that Everton have got the tallest team in the Premier League, apparently now. And he's leaving their target man on the back post on his own. Well, what's going on? Listen, as I say, we can blame Sean Dyche as much as we want. Someone needs to do the job there. That is just like, it's just the basis of football again. And he just argued all the way through. I, I watched it, I made the point of watching the play second half, just arguing non-stop about the goal that had just gone in. Go and get us a fucking goal to get us back in it. Stop arguing. Get on with it. He taught us a kid, right, just go again. Kick off again and go again. Just, but there was, no, there was no agency, though. Where was the agency? We've just conceded, listen, we've just conceded, maybe not stuff in our event, okay, no problem. Then you go and get a goal. You go and get yourself back into the game before half-time, which was a perfect time to score. And I, and the crowd was up for it. You could feel it. There were a couple of challenges went in after it, and you could feel it. It was like, if we go and get a couple of chances here, this will go. These, these Luton players will go. Now, credit to yeah. Luton, they stayed in, they, 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 they sort of killed it. But everything was just so lacklustre, as Melinda said before. They were so lacklustre, it was just like, sideways, sideways. As soon as you, you know, and Ahmed get the ball in the 18-yard box, and they're all just stood there watching him, going, oh, is he Jack Neal's shoes? No one's moving. Now, there's one player that will probably come out of this with a little bit of shine and light, and it's Donovan McCarville-Lewin. The lad gets absolutely no service whatsoever. And you know what? And he doesn't know what type of service is coming. He doesn't know whether it's going to be a long ball. He doesn't know whether it's going to be to his feet, his chest, in behind. He hasn't got a clue because this is my time on Sean Dyke. He hasn't got a way of playing. There's no way of playing. There's no like, right, let's Part listen. To play. Yeah, there's no like, listen, not being funny. If you don't score in the first 20 minutes, keep doing what you're doing. There's none of that. If we don't score in the first 20 minutes by player on the floor, we go long. If we don't, if, if it doesn't work going long, he carries on going long. Instead of going, well, you know what, we nearly scored before with getting the ball on the floor and playing it in, in triangles and building it into their box. Carry on doing it because it's going to fall and we'll get a shot. It just, it like she throws everything out the window and goes, right, we'll have to do no it. Game plan. Go, there is yeah. no fucking game plan. There is no game plan. I mean, I'm watching Jordan Pickford putting snow on the ball, just booting it up into the air. I'm watching James Tarkovsky not spraying balls, actually smashing the ball to the wing, not even trying to look for a pass. He's just hitting as hard as he can and hoping someone's going to get on the end of it. We've got Jack Harrison comes on. I'm not going to pass judgment on him. He looks all right. He couldn't beat the first man. Dwight McNeil's blown out of his ass the entire game. I don't know how he got as many minutes as he did. But we've got these, we've got these two centre-forwards with Beto and Calvert-Lewin. So anyone, even if you've never played football and you're like, we'll say, we'll get the ball into them because they're both tall. We don't do it. They yeah. just don't do it. Like I just, uh... oh my god, smash, but... smash me computer up, throw this fucking <laughs> mic out the window. Honestly, I'm just done. Finish. What, I'm not what... done, but I am done. What's like concerning me is like how you're saying they're all arguing on the pitch. <laughs> do we? Do we? Like because the thing is, like now this loss is going to make that even worse. Yeah. So to me, like that. That that can't happen. Like they've got to sort they've got to sort that out because if they're well, be... a, a united a united dressing room when they make a mistake they get each other in a, in a little circle and say listen okay somebody's messed up there but let's go again it's nobody's fault we all take it on the chin we're a team but I seen Tarkovsky pointing at Brantwaite seen Brantwaite pointing back at him I seen him pointing at Michalenko seen Pickford coming out and screaming at every single one of them I seen Onana telling Brantwaite it's his fault it's just 
they're all just like that's a disaster that that's an absolute recipe for disaster they need to sort that shit out as soon as possible because if if not we're absolutely completely fucked but then i just i want to just bring something up to you as well the the lineup was brought out at two o'clock now james garner was brilliant in midfield against aston villa he was superb he actually got mad at the match and i thought yeah sound why does he keep playing this kid on the right wing? Someone tell me, please, God. And I said to Paul before we come on, he was playing him on the right wing. I'd understand if you were getting the ball down and going and giving it to his feet so he could cut inside or, you know, he was drifting or anything like that. There was at one point, I think they were volleying the ball up to James Garner and it was like, at that lad, control that lad. And I was like, I think Tarkovsky absolutely fired into him. It was only for James Garner's good touch. He brought it down. And I was like, am I actually seeing this? So when you seen that lineup, did you think, what is going on here? Like, what, is, he's done it again. Yeah. I, I kept seeing all over, because I kept trying to look on Twitter, you know, for like updates and things like that. And a lot of people were saying, like, why would you change a winning team? Like, don't change a winning team. And like, I just think, I mean, yeah, you know what, Paul, I have to agree with you. You know, I think that the players are responsible because, you know, if you're going to be arguing like that on the pitch, like that's just not acceptable. But it it does also come down to Sean Dyke's just now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mix of both on this one, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know why he seems to keep doing things that have proven not to work. Like, like, does he just, like, I just don't understand like what he's not getting. Like, it's why is it not clicking for him? Like, what like what's not clicking, Dyke? Like I don't, I don't, I don't genuinely understand why he keeps doing things that have proven not to work. Is he going to keep? Does he just keep throwing shit at the wall and hope it sticks? Like it doesn't just keep sliding down the wall? Like what? Like what? What? What are you trying to do here? You're fucking he, us completely. He's had three three wins at Goodison and they've all been one nil, all in tight matches. We beat Leeds and it was an absolute wonder goal from Seamus Coleman. We beat Brentford, yeah. another wonder goal from Dwight McNeil. I'm gonna beat yeah. Bournemouth. Another wonder goal from Decore. He hasn't tapped into yeah. Goodison at all. He hasn't used it to his advantage. He hasn't even like tried to pick us up and get us all ready for the game. It's just like Goodison is a nightmare. I said it. I'm not one of these people who says I told you so. I'm not like that. But I said at the beginning of the season, Goodison Park is a nightmare for Everton Football Club. It's horrible. Yeah. It's an absolutely horrible place to be, and it's all because of what's going on on the pitch. You can only. Go off what you're watching. It's it's just it's shocking. And Sean Dyche, I, I haven't even got the time for Sean Dyche. You know what? I just don't want nothing to do with him. He's just not for me. I never manager that I can warm to. And I've got more time for Frank Lampard than I have for Sean Dyche. I've got more time yeah. for Rafa Benitez than I have for Sean Dyche. And that's the two. That's saying that's saying something. That, that <laughs> is honestly the two because Rafa had tactics. He didn't work yeah. at Everton, but he had a, a way of playing. This fella hasn't. He hasn't got a way of playing. It's hitting yeah. hope, and that's hope for the best. It's shit. He needs to leave, and he's not gonna leave. But I'm allowed to say it, and if people want to come at me, let them come at me. I've got my opinion. He's not. He's not for me. Sean Dyche out. Well, Paul. I, again, I said this to you before, and I, I just want to put it out there to people are listening. Listen, if you're listening and you think it's an overreaction, and Sean Dyche is, do we put our handles or go onto the Twitter or go on the Instagram and tell me why what Sean Dyche does. That he deserves to stay in this job. Someone that, isn't, me, that isn't money related as well, by the way. That isn't money related. Forget that's all I, I hear coming I, out of the ground. Them going, we can't afford to pay him off. So take that one out of it. Let's talk about purely football. Yeah, what, and, what tell, and don't tell me as well. By the way, he hasn't been backed in the summer. 
he has. He did. It's simple. He never got back to the high hilt like we we, we all told we were. He's never going to get 100 million quid, ever. Because if we had 100 million quid to spend, we wouldn't have Sean Dice as the manager. It's as simple as that. So, we knew what we were getting. He's had players brought in. There's players in this team that are brought in for him. So, someone please tell me, if you if you think Sean Dice is the, the answer, tell me why. If you can prove me, if you can prove to me why he is, sound. But right now, there's nothing that you can say really no. to prove to me that he is. He's not getting it right, as you just said. Walls at home. Sorry, Fulham at home beat. Walls at home beat. Arsenal. Okay, you can get beat against Arsenal. Yeah. You should play Luton Town. Again, I don't mean any offence to Luton Town. Just been beat. And and Bournemouth will cannot wait to play us next week. They cannot wait to play us. We're the perfect game for Bournemouth. They've just been beat 4 0 by Arsenal. Anyone. And that Bournemouth manager will go in and go. Don't worry, lads. We go to Goodison next week. Now, if someone said to me, hey, you're, a, you're a manager of this new football club. Just who do you want to play in your first game? I'll say, I'll go to Goodison Park, play Everton. That's what I'd say. We'll beat them. It's just madness. And, and Melinda, I think as well, you know, why has it got to that? Why is that Sean Dice can't tap into the crowd? Is that the players look terrified? You'd look absolutely terrified when they step onto that pitch at Goodison, and it shouldn't be like that because I don't know where that comes from. Now, last season, I was saying this before we come on, last season we had protests before the game. You know, We had the marches from the Oak and we had the protests after, and there was a lot going on from the fan base to the board, and there was a lot of divide and everything, and they weren't allowed, and they had headlock gate and all stuff like that happened. We haven't had any of that. There's none of that this season. Yet there's a couple no. of members of people going, well, don't want 777. All right, well, fine, whatever. But they're not here yet. The fans come and the fans are ready to just go into that ground and support Everton. So why can't he tap into that? Melinda touched this. Sorry, I know you're going to come in. She no touched on it. I'm going to give you a lot of praise here. You said in the last pod, we've actually been really good with Sean Dyche as a fan base. We've been yeah, good yeah. with him. So I don't know. Take it away. Yeah. I, th- I think I think we've been more than patient. Um, I know off the pitch, like sort of behind the scenes, you know, the the investments and, you know, think a lot of changes happening there. So I think because a lot of fans think, okay, you know, probably out with the old and with the new, maybe we've thought, okay, like maybe we can back off a little bit. We've seen a couple of good results as well. We're thinking, okay, we can back off a little bit. Um, but today I think really needs to wake everybody up, players, management backroom staff um board fans everyone needs to wake up a little bit because i don't know what it is i don't know i don't know why these players are so scared to play for us at home like we would give them nothing but amazing welcomes you know like we we always back them and i know that some players have received really harsh abuse and like you know Sometimes like we can take it a bit too far as a fan base. And I, and I, and I do, I do admit that, but at the same time, I just want the best of this club. I want the best of this team. I don't know if it's performance anxiety, whether it's, it's, uh, it's shame, it's, it's embarrassment. It's, it's nerves. I don't know what is going on with these players, but there is something in the air for, for this to keep happening. And I just, I don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, but I think if, <laughs> I think we might have to start looking again at really what what are we doing as a fan base like what are we trying to do to bring about change to this club like I, I just think we have pulled back the throttles a little bit 
And I think we have to start looking now, you know, where do, where do we, where does our responsibilities lie? You know, like what, what can we start doing again? Because this is just unacceptable. Like it, it really is unacceptable. Yeah. If I was triple seven partners, you know, and, and you're looking on this going, if I'm going to invest in these, I don't want him as my manager. I don't want him. Yeah. Let's die yeah. sort of a manager. And there'll be people screaming at this now, go and listen to it. I don't care no more. Honestly, I don't. I care about Everton and I care about us winning games of football. We don't even look like winning games of football at Goodison Park. We've only got about 18 games left there. And so many been... memories. People's granddads, great-granddads, dads. Everyone's got memories with their own parents and their brothers and sisters and everyone else. And you're turning it into that. Yeah, I, I, away. I just, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to leave Goodison on a note like this. It's it's really. Well, I can't wait to get out now. I can't wait thing. to get yeah. out of there. I'm on two different. I'm kind of like, okay, we need change and we need it now. We need this new stadium because we need to get out of here because there's some weird, spooky voodoo shit going on at Goodison Park. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on, but we are totally fucked when we go and play there. It's just like we're in a different dimension or universe. Like we are just like we cannot pass a ball. These are Premier League footballers and I do I said this on a couple pods ago I do stand behind this I do not think that they're bad players you know but the way that we're seeing these performances now everyone's like oh they're shit they're this that I don't genuinely believe that they're bad players you know I I don't I think that there's more going on here and I I just I just don't know what it is like I don't know what the hell is happening and and, but you know what at the end of the day it's not our fucking job to find out I don't get paid enough to sit here and go, hmm, why can't we play football? That's why they get paid millions and millions of pounds. You it's know what I will just... say? And I'm going to push back on you here because I've woke up today and I've chose violence, right? <laughs> Is <laughs> Fair that enough. The, these players now, these players now, for the con- t- last two years, let's say, have, have lost more games than they've won or lost more games than they drew. So maybe they are just that shit. Maybe See, Paul, they like, are. I, I'm... I'm 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 gonna go the other way, and I just I just collectively the are anti as a group. I mean, I I think if we're looking at you know on the you know me, I want to be I want to believe the best in them. Yeah. You know me, I'm like, come on, guys, you can do it, come on. <laughs> but I just like individually looking at individual stats of players. Yeah, I'm going to bring stats up here and people can come for me all they want. But looking at some stats of these players, they have good stats. They're decent yeah, players. I agree with you. I agree with you. I really you know? do. And, but and it's just like, they're not doing it, are they? That's it, what I'm trying to at, say. At the, yeah. the, at the end of the day, it's it's a results business. Like, And we're just yeah. not getting the results that we need. We are not getting the results that we should be getting at home. Like really, you know, they call it a, a home advantage for a reason. And we really do not have that. Yeah, well, so unfortunately, I I don't think Deitch is the man. No, I don't. I I do not I think don't. he's a man for the job. Someone's got to get something out it's of these It's a difficult question, isn't it? And it, it's not one that we want to be talking about, and you know, but it, it it's something that we have to talk about. We've we've won what one game out of seven. We've lost four home games. Four. We've had four of them at home, haven't we? I think, and we got another home I, game I, next I week. It's so. it's just unacceptable. And I think Jamie, we've lost Jamie. He's uh, just seen him jump, jumping out of his window there. Like, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's unacceptable. Paul, and it's Paul, the conversation after that. Yeah, Paul's kidding. There he is. is. He's back again. Jamie is yeah. back. Paul is kidding. He did not jump out the window. <laughs> don't worry. Don't call nine one one or nine nine nine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely oh, don't call nine one one because no one's going to come if you call nine one one. Oh, ha ha! They'll see. I'll be fucking hit the floor by the time you do that. <laughs> Here's an ambulance from Canada. It's on its way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it. Um, yeah, it's just, where do we go? Where do we go from here then? Because yeah, uh, where, people, where do we go from here? It's all right having rants and that. And I, listen, I've had a few. We've had rants there, and I've told them to f off and stuff like that. But realistically, it's not going to happen. Where where do we actually go from here? Um. Oh, it's relegation. It's a rele- It's a hundred percent, million percent relegation battle till the end of the season. Now we're in a it massive dogfight to stay up again. Yeah. Yep. For me, where do we go? We, I've got the biggest week of Everton. One of the biggest weeks coming up again. Bournemouth at home. Funny enough. Um, if he gets beat, or no, not even if he gets beat. If he does not win that game. He doesn't. He he's, he goes, and if anyone wants to go, oh, you gotta what? No, I'm not giving him time. We haven't got time to give him. This isn't a rebuild project. This isn't a. Well, we always finish about twelfth or eleventh. So get a new manager and rebuild. We haven't got the time to rebuild. So yeah. get a manager in that will. in survival mode, big time. But you know what, though, Paul? What you were saying before about Goodison being cursed, and it come up, it, it come to me before. And I thought about it. It's a mentality thing, this, you know. It's a genuinely a mentality thing with these players because these players have never had a manager that comes in and goes, right, I'm not Man. a firefighter. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a survival guy. I'm going to make you a top team. It's as simple as that. We've only had these players. I've got it. Maybe it's instilled them in this mentality of we're always fighting. Not always fighting, but it's like because it doesn't, it doesn't look it. But I mean, it's in like, we're always going to get beat. We've always got something. We're we're always the underdog. We're always going to get beat. We're always like, why can't we have a manager that comes in and goes, lads, listen, you said actually better than these, you know. Like, you genuinely are better than these and we're going to prove it. We're going to go and beat these on their own backyard and we're going to go toe-to-toe with them. Why? We've had managers in the past that have just gone, oh, well, you know, I've just got to get over the line. I've just got to get over the next couple of games. I just think it's a massive mentality thing with the, with these players and, Maybe we need a new manager to take these a, a different route. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just lost, me. I'm 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 completely lost. Listen, I'll, I'll pick myself up because we have to as Evertonians. We've got no choice. I mean, you know, people saying I'll oh, follow the club and liquidate us, and or just stop going to match. You don't have to, you know, find something else to do. It's innocent, isn't it? From when we were little kids, our dads have done this to us. The bastards. Yeah, thanks but, very much. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, the way we Paul. do. Yeah, we're just gonna have to keep going at me, but. It's hard. It's really, really hard. This is one of the hardest, the, the worst I think I've ever felt. And we all know I'm, I'm like 76 years old anyway. So <laughs> this is one of the worst I've ever felt sporting Evan. It's just crap, honestly. It's really bad. I'm sorry for the tone. No, I'm not going to say sorry anymore. It is what it is. We beat by Luton Town. You know, you know, if, if we beat Brentford, we're made up. And we're going to say we're made up. We beat Aston Villa, we're made up. And we say we're made up, but we lose against Luton Town like that. Then I'm sorry. The podcast is only going to go one way. Well, I mean, you know what? I bet you 99.9% of Evertonians listening to this, they're going to feel the exact same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you guys literally, if you're sitting there to yourself, if you've been to the match today or you watch from home or you're looking up dates or listening on the radio, it doesn't matter. If, if, if it, You know what? Everyone's feeling this. It's, it is what it is. There's no way around it. You, you can't go yeah. above it, can't go under it. You have to go through it. You have to feel it. And it's crap. Yeah. Um, but it's because we care. You know, at the end of the day, we want the best of this club. We've always said we want the best of this club. 
and um we gotta i think our the fans now gotta start putting their heads together again and figuring out really what our next moves are here because we can't keep going like we are going down a very dangerous path a very dangerous path again i don't think the fans will protest against sean dice though no, it's not going to happen, that one. I, I understand what you mean, but I just don't think it's going to... I just don't think a lot of people have got the strength for it anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. I think we find that many excuses. We put that many blocks in the way before we get to the manager that we're not that bothered about the manager anymore. And that sounds bad, but we're not. I've seen on Twitter before, someone said he's lost the fans and underneath it was like, he hasn't lost me. And you know what? If you want to stick by him, fair enough, because you might be proven right and we might be proven wrong. But right now, he's not proving anybody right. Jamie, I say it all the time, mate. I, I say it all the time. I'm sorry to interrupt, honestly. Go on, mate. It, it's, I challenge any manager in world football to lose, in his first seven games, to lose six of them. To, to survive that, to survive that type of record, Jürgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, Carlo Ancelotti, if they go into any football club and they have six defeats out of seven, they are in trouble. I don't care who they are. So why have we got to hide behind this Take over and we're skint and all that. Surely the most the thing that makes us happy is most about being Evertonians is the lads playing football and getting results and winning games. And we're not, and we're a million miles away from doing it as well. But Paul, <laughs> you know what, right? You just mentioned managers there, but they've all got a certain way of playing. They've all got something that you can see and you go, well, you know what? Michael Arteta, Michael Arteta was was on his ass at Arsenal, by the way. Absolutely on his ass, ready to be sacked. Yeah, but the, all the Arsenal fans was was like, you know what, there's something. Give him a little bit more time because we can see progression. We can see the way he wants to play. Look at him now, Newcastle. Look at him now. Yeah. Get a manager in who's got a style of play that we can go, you know what, he needs a couple of... Everyone go, we haven't got the players. You Now you're asking to bring another manager's players in. Well, so be it. But, you know, if you come well, out... You're not the director today, of football. It's supposed yeah. to be the director of football's players, not the manager's. We know if we come out that ground today and go, we were unlucky there. We got a style of play, but we were unlucky with the bar, with the post. That keepers had a worthy of a game, which we've done many times, by the way, in yeah. under different managers. Then you go, oh, all right, we haven't. We can't put two passes together. We don't know when to. We don't know players. Don't know when to cross yeah. the ball. Players don't know when to run in certain areas. Players don't, and it's down to the players sometimes. But these players aren't as bad as that. They're not, because they've just proved it in the last week. Get a manager yeah. in who will go, right, lads, you aren't really that bad. Andre Gomez has been totally frozen out, but he's a better passer than any one of our midfielders. Put together. Tell me. We sold him yeah. Mary Gray, who's a better winger than both our wingers. We sold Alex Iwobi, people go, oh, Alex Iwobi, great. Alex Iwobi's a creative midfielder. You know why we got rid of him? Because we can't have creation in a small in a Sean Dice team. He doesn't want creation. He doesn't want it. He wants it to go sideways and lump it into the box. He doesn't want three balls. Where was the last time you've seen an Everton player play a three ball apart from Anana on Monday on against Aston Villa? When yeah. was the last time an Everton player split a defence completely in half and just like him running in goal? We well, all... there, was there was a dis gay last week and but Beto absolutely ballooned it, didn't he? But that's an anomaly that that's like a one off, isn't it? Yeah. Which one? Oh, where he, where, he, where he does it. But that's but then again, people go, oh, there's a guy who can't pass a ball. Yeah. So once we're talking, you just struggle to find one. Yeah. I'll say it again, mate. We just played second half there against Luton Town. And we haven't, the goalkeeper hasn't had to make a save. No. At Goodison Park. That's, that, that's all I think you, that's all you need to know. 
That's yeah. all, honestly just one thing to take from from that match. It's it's the fact that that goalkeeper didn't have to make a single freaking move. Well, it gets worse though because we've oh, got Bournemouth out. the next week. Then we go on a break and then we've got Liverpool. They'll absolutely destroy us, and they do anyway. Even if we had Messi and Ronaldo, but imagine what they're going to do to us. And then we've got West Ham away, and we could be just looking up from the foot of the table, just like, oh my god, we're gone here. And that's yeah, what this team exactly. have done to us again. Yeah. And yeah, happy birthday, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, well, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, Come to the territory, I suppose. But no, uh, before we go, I'd, I'll uh, nail my colours to the mask now. I'll ask you as well. I know you're hosting, so if you don't mind, I'll just well, mate. D- die out. I don't care what what has to happen for it to happen. He, he needs to leave this football club, in my opinion. Yeah. Melinda? Melinda? I think we all know my opinion already. I mean, this is the thing. Like, I, you know, I will back anyone, I'll, I'll, you know, that is trying. And, you know, I can see... The, something from this but I just Jamie I just keep going back to the point you said that those now those two wins mean nothing and I just I just can't get that out of my head now like that's all I'm thinking about is okay yeah we won two but we got absolutely wrecked at home again and it just can't happen it just home advantage is an absolute crapshoot now for us and it's just it's not I just can't get my head out of out of it he needs to go man it's shit it's really shit that were in this position again with another manager again, and it's not working again. Hmm. It's really, really, really annoying. Like I, I don't want to keep saying like you know, Dyche out, Lampard out, Benitez out. I don't want to having to keep saying these things. I just want consistency from this team. I want wins. I don't, I don't care if we're not in fucking Europe. I'm, j- I just want to be. G- give me twelfth. <laughs> like the fact that we're sitting here saying yeah give me mid-table I'm fine with that it just shows exactly where we are as a club and it's just pathetic and did he had a perfect opportunity today I've just told it he had a perfect yep. Goodison Park today you we just come yep. back on the two wins everyone was bouncing it, to be honest going to the ground you could sense everyone was happy oh he, uh, Jamie his team talk was done for him today and yep. you know what I'm going to put play, play, blame on the players and the manager for this but his team talk was done for him today. Go out and do what you have done. Because as soon as you start it, we'll stop. Did he press? Where was the press? Why did he not press any sort of looting player? No, people might go, well, he went long. Fucking deep no person, press. <laughs> no person in midfield was pressing. As soon as the midfielder, the looting got the ball. There's no press. Did win the second ball. I don't know how many times looting players won the second ball. Because it was just like, bounce, looting player, bounce, looting player. And it was like... Are you actually serious? There was no pressure on the ball. There was no... Right, McNeil, by the way, and this is suspension. If you ever listen to this, you absolute shitbag, because I'm sick and to death of you bottling, bottling 50-50s. Yeah, Put your foot me. through the player and the ball. Simple as that. Don't ever, ever bottle a 50-50 in front of Goodison Park ever again. Yeah. And, that, and that is throughout the team. All you need to get a look at yourself this week and go, who is the actual leader of this football club? Because we haven't got one. So one of you yeah. needs to stand up and be it. Oh, can't wait for Seamus Coleman to come back, mate. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, we're a different freaking team with him around. And I just think... Yeah. yeah. It's a... There's, not, there's nothing else for us to say, really, is there? It's just no. another shit day at the office. It's just... It was good while it lasted. Yeah. 
We must go to our last we won't stop until we, we won't stop until we get the club that we think we deserve and we shouldn't do. None of us should stop either. Well, and if that means moaning, and if that means constantly moaning and going on rants and wanting the manager sacked, then keep let's keep it going. I'm up for well, it. Like. Yeah. In the words of old Billy Boy, we've had good times. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep him rolling. <laughs> let's not bring him up. We'll be here for another hour and a half. <laughs> we had a good five days. Is that that'll yeah. be his next one. Yeah. That's all you get. Yeah. Just a little sprinkle you, of you've joy something there, it away. <laughs> I think it's important because people always rip the back out of Gary Neville. Whenever United get beat, he always blames the Glazers, doesn't he? Let's not be that fan base that every time we lose, we start blaming Mashiri and Ken Wright and that. We all know what's gone on in the back room yeah. and board level. It's got nothing to do with them. It's, yeah. Uh, I know. It's just this, a, it, this it's is purely a on the manager and the players. And it is on the players as well. People would be screaming, saying, you don't blame the players. The players are garbage. The players are garbage. They're just cowards, a lot of them. And, um, well, not a lot of them, but as collectively as a group. So it's on them as well. But we can't. unfortunately, we can't change all the players. We can change the manager, though, 100%. And we should do. We will. He gets beat by Bournemouth. He's gone. But listen. Oh, yeah. Thanks, you two. Thanks very much for getting on with me. I know it's horrible. Last week, we were skipping to our laptops. This week I wanted to throw man out the wall. Um, so, yeah. If we get beat by Bournemouth, I'm going to absolutely smash my rotor to bits. So I can't come out. Yeah. <laughs> we, <Wi-Fi box. laughs> we won't. Listen, we won't. We, I actually, you know, if there's not a reaction after that, then there will never be one. No. So, join us through the week um, for our the lads reaction to the Luton game and we will look forward to the Bournemouth game as well and any other news that comes along through the week I'm sure there'll be some news it's a definite in it but uh, yeah make sure you join us for that and up the toffees up the toffees fuck the toffees <laughs> <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>